Holy and loving God, write a message on our hearts, bless us, direct us, and send us out. Living letters of the word. Amen. Amen. We are a people of symbols. We take the symbol or the logo or the initials of our favorite sports team and and we put it on our shirt. Or we take the logo for our business and we place it on our coffee mug. Or we take the symbol of a of something that we believe in very strongly and we place it on the bumper of our car. I was driving on the highway recently and I noticed uh, all of the symbols that we are inundated with as we go about our daily lives, not only on billboards or on cars passing by, but those road signs that are placed by the highway authority to let you know what is coming up at the next exit. And I remarked about how the local businesses, those local restaurants, their little allotted section is filled with text about who they are or what they offer. But those national chains, those businesses that have become sort of part of our economy for good or for ill, they just have a symbol. And you know what is coming. And in business or in nonprofit, that is known as branding, which has become a almost a cliche these days, almost like thinking outside the box. But businesses and organizations or advocacies, advocates for a cause will think about their brand. And not only a logo or a symbol, but the, the information and the spirit and the emotion that that brand will evoke in the person that sees it or consumes it. And on this Pentecost day, our liturgy and our readings and our souls are filled with symbols. Symbols for that Holy Spirit, that third person of the Trinity that comes down on this great and glorious day. And certainly one of those symbols is the dove, the dove that we saw fly with us as we came in this morning, that dove that also descended upon Christ when he was, uh, when he was uh, baptized in the River Jordan. In Celtic theology, one of the great symbols of the Holy Spirit is the goose, which, if you've ever encountered a goose on a walk, or perhaps encountered what geese leave behind... That might be a, uh, a mixed metaphor, uh, but also if you see them in flight, perhaps in a group or alone, you can see how powerful a symbol that would be as well. For me personally, something that always reminds me of the Holy Spirit is the ocean. I was never a beach person growing up. That might be a surprise to you. I am descended from Scots and Danes, and we are pale people, and we burn, 
And so going to the beach was never really an option. And, vaca and vacationing for my family was always going to a city. We would go to the AAA and get one of those AAA books, back when they had AAA books. And we would choose a city and we would check off all of the sites and the museums. And once every our list was complete, we would go home again. And there we had vacationed. But then I met this girl from the coast of North Carolina. And she and her family, they would go to the beach. And her parents went to the beach. And her grandparents went to that same beach. And so I believe it was almost written into our wedding vows that I would go to that beach. And I joyously do. But that first summer when we were still courting and I was trying to impress her, I went to the drugstore and I bought all the sunscreen I possibly could. And I emerged from the house, pastiness and all, and went out into this unknown thing, the ocean. And I learned three things that day. One is don't put sunscreen on your eyelids. It will sting. Second, there are moving things in the ocean. You step on them and they sting or they slither or they slime. It is not like your backyard pool. But third, there is that moment. That moment when you have acclimated to the waves. That moment when you lay on your back and perhaps the water covers your ears ever so slightly and you let the waves cascade over you, and you hear the roar of the ocean, and you know that you are part of something larger, something magnificent, something holy. And so when I see, when we crest the bridge to the beach every summer and see that ocean before us, I think of the Holy Spirit. Today's psalm is one of my favorites in all of the Psalter. Yonder is the great and wide sea with its living things too many to number, creatures both small and great. There move the ships, and there is that Leviathan which you have made for the sport of it. How great is that? All of them look to you to give them their food in due season. You give it to them, they gather it. You open your hand and they are filled with good things. You hide your face and they are terrified. You take away their breath and they die and return to the dust. You send forth your spirit and they are created. And so you renew the face of the earth. May the glory of the Lord endure forever. May the Lord rejoice in all his works. On this day of Pentecost, it is 50 days from that great day of Easter, the day that Christ was resurrected. And it is 10 days away from the day of ascension, that day when Jesus ascended from the earth 
to be with God the Father. But Christ promised that we would not be left alone. And on this day, the Holy Spirit, that third person of the Trinity, that part of God that moved over the waters in creation, came down upon the disciples and made tongues of fire appear above their head and inspired them to do great deeds and preach great sermons and free the oppressed and heal the sick. It is said in the book of Acts that Peter would preach after this Pentecost day and thousands of people would be converted at the, at hearing his sermon. Rather a high bar for future preachers. They could have set it a bit lower. But on this day of all days, we are reminded that the Holy Spirit is here. And that while this day is filled with symbols, with doves and fire and movement and majesty, the greatest symbol of this Pentecost day is you. For the Holy Spirit fills you with its power and its inspiration. The Holy Spirit is here to cajole you and poke you and remind you of the gifts that you have been given to do great deeds in this world. The Holy Spirit will fill William Locke and Penelope Rose with, with its power. And we, as the congregation surrounding them at the 11 o'clock service, one of my favorite moments in that service is when the baptizer says, will you do all in your power to support this person in their life in Christ? And the congregation says, we will. And just as we support these little babies in their life in Christ, the Holy Spirit is behind us in our life in Christ. For we are called on this Pentecost day to be the symbol. We are called to go out into the world and be that power. But we are not alone. We are not alone in that task, for the Spirit is with us. And with the Spirit, we can accomplish mighty works. Amen.